and uh, ear rape. It does every single time. And uh, alrighty. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 21 of the 4 0 Sports Podcast. What's up, Chodesters? So, me and Christian are going to be going over our headlines, and then we're just going to revisit our preseason rankings, our, our preseason prediction for the rankings of the NBA and what they are now as of the All Star break. So, first off, the biggest headline of the past few days JJ Watt signs with the Arizona Cardinals. Surprisingly, they weren't even like on his list for a two-year, thirty-one million dollar deal. What's your take on it? Um, I was definitely surprised when I heard the news. I was sitting in AP Environmental Science. <laughs> um, I was in U.S. Like history, and I was, and I could have thrown something. I was just surprised. I just saw J.J. Watt sign, and I looked on Google, and I saw the Cardinals. I was like, Cardinals? Why do you go to the Cardinals? Like, I get, like, maybe they'll do better. Like, their defense is still pretty bad, in my opinion. Like, they're, like Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt are good. Same with Baker. And mm-hmm. Simmons develops. Because the Cardinals use Isaiah Simmons terribly. Um, I, I just, I don't know, man. Like, it's just a questionable move. I think he should have went with maybe the Packers, Steelers, Browns, or Bills. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, personally, I believe he chose money over a ring. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he chose money over a ring because he. Well, he's. I. I. I guarantee he's not getting a ring in Arizona. They're they not. All- they are not ready for Cleveland and Indianapolis and Tennessee. So, I don't know. I, it really, it really just confuses me, but um, I guess good move by the Cardinals, and they'll probably finish it like they get like nine wins. They'll finish nine and seven this year. Yeah, I believe if he really wanted to ring, he'd go to Buffalo or Green Bay. Both mm-hmm. teams who were in the championship last year. Were the Browns like the Browns would have been a really good spot too. Browns are on the come up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. Prayers up for Russell Wilson, man. Amber's need dick. He's gonna get absolutely demolished. <laughs> They're gonna, you know, on Madden when they you can just like you have like a really OP player and you can just run right through the line. That's literally exactly what it's gonna be like. It seems like everybody's X factored. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rockets plan on retiring James Harden's jersey number. I I don't know. I mean, obviously he was a he was a big factor in on their team for a lot a long time, but they never won any rings. They never they never did anything spectacular other than him just putting up amazing numbers every night. Uh, obviously a good player when he was in the organization, but. Uh, do you think they should retire his number? I don't know. I think they do. I think they should. Um, Harden to me, like before he came to Houston, he wasn't really looked as like, like the player that he is now. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like both sides. Like they had a lot of success in Houston. I think they should have at least made the finals with Chris Paul, but you know they missed twenty seven threes in a row, so you can't really. 
Mm. James at. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he was a big contributor. I think he's their next best star. If I'm forgetting somebody, maybe like since Steve Francis or Olajuwon. Um, like I'd say Olajuwon and him are probably the faces of the Houston Rockets and the two people that you think about when you think of Houston. So I think he definitely deserves to have his number retired, even though he didn't win a championship there. He brought him to two Western Conference Finals, and he basically put them on the map as soon as they traded for him from OKC. Yes, when you put it in that sense, like he's probably one of the most influential players that's ever been in the organization. So uh, I can go both ways on it. Sounds like one of the best scorers, too. Like, I think he could easily make the Hall of Fame. He should oh, make the Hall of Fame. So, like, if he makes the Hall of Fame, I think they should definitely retire his number. I think if he wins a, a ring with the Nets, then he definitely should be in it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's a controversial topic. But now nah, you kind of persuaded me when it comes to, like, just being, like, one of the most influential players in that organization they've had in a while since Elijah won. Yeah. Yeah. Next is Washington football team plans to part ways with Alex Smith. Uh, they really did it to my man. Like, I mean, he came back from almost dying of a leg injury, and then they just get rid of him. I mean, and what I see now is they're going to put Taylor Heineke up there. Yeah. Which, which I think he's an amazing player too, but. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know what Alex Smith's gonna do. I don't know if he's gonna retire or just go be a backup somewhere. I don't think he can play starting spot other than Washington because he's just loved by that city now. But I mean, he's thirty six and he sense, I guess. Um, I don't know. I think some of them might pick him up to get like some good veteran leadership, maybe, and if like as yeah. a back. But, you know, I think his starting days are over. And mm-hmm. it was a great story this year. But, you know, every story's got to come to an end, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just... I, I don't really know how to feel. I was kind of surprised when I heard it um, and saw it. And I guess Taylor Heineke, they're all in on him. And I think... It, I think he showed out. I think he's going to be good for them. And I think Alex Smith, he's just getting up there in age, you know? Like, he's 36. So, I think that's why they're yeah. released him. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. He still had a good year last year with this comeback and all that stuff. And he won comeback player of the year. Let's see where he goes forward from here. He was serviceable this year. Like, I wouldn't say he was... He was fine. Like, he... I don't know, like, I feel like the defense did a lot of the work, and he kind of just game-managed a lot of the yeah. time. And, you know, that's fine, but, like, if you want to win, like, a game-manager, like, this was Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not who you really want on your team, you know? So, uh, yeah. it was unfortunate, but it kind of had to happen for Washington. Mm-hmm. Next is Victor Oladipo turns down a two-year, $45.2 million extension from the Houston Rockets. I don't blame him. I, I feel like that's not his place. Like Houston isn't his place to stay. I believe he should go somewhere else where he can make more of an impact. And, uh, yeah, I agree with that. Do you agree with it? 
Um, I think I read the similar report, but I think he said that they were kind of trying to restructure a new deal for him. Oh. One of more. I personally don't think that's his spot. Maybe. I mean, if you look at the uh, statistics, I mean, the Rockets are terrible, um, Mm -hmm. obviously. You know, you don't really lose. You don't really recover well from losing a guy like James Harden. You know, he's averaging nine, almost 25 and five, you know, pretty good. I don't think the Rockets are going to be, like, terrible. Like, I think if they get a top pick, but... Problem is, they don't really have a lot of top picks because they traded a lot of them. So yeah. I don't really know how the Rockets' future is right now. But I think Oladipo is probably just going to be there just to be there because he's playing good basketball, you know. And I think he deserves a decent pay. I, I've loved Oladipo ever since he's coming to the league, mm. and especially on the Pacers. But I don't, I don't know. Like may, maybe. We'll see what happens. I guess. Looking so, at the Rockets' position now, you really see how much they were relying on James Harden every night. Now I see why he really wasn't loving it there. Well, they weren't even winning. They weren't even winning with him on the floor, so it was kind of necessary for both sides to move on. Mm-hmm. Oh, but uh, I mean, Wall's having a good year. They they should get Christian Wood back soon. I think they may have gotten him back, but... Yeah, they went on, like, an 11-game win streak with... Or it might have been 6, 6 or 11, with Christian Wood, and then he got injured, and I, I don't think they've won a game since. Maybe yeah, one. They, I don't know if it's bad. They need to get rid of B.J. Tucker, though. He's terrible this year. He's absolutely... He's god-awful. They need to trade him. God-awful. He's terrible. He's had... Uh, it went on a stretch where he didn't have a point in like 11 games or something like that. Voice crack. Jeez. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Next Jeez. is something I don't think you'll like. Ravens and Lamar Jackson are far apart in extension talks. Now, I personally believe he's still going to resign, but I don't, I'm not sure what that means. I'm not sure what they're, what intel they're getting. You feel yeah, about that? There's a lot of things that the Ravens are doing right now that have made me kind of mad at them you know um i did see that report in all my ravens twitter group chats um i heard that that was kind of like a rumor maybe like a false false. but yeah i mean i think he'll resign but the fact that he hasn't yet is weird yeah I think we if we has one more year and then we tag him and then we tag him again. We have five more years with him. So no. I think he, he's deserving of it, but he needs to get paid soon. And also they're not apparently they're not expected to pursue Kenny Holiday or Alan Robinson, which is understandable because they don't have the money for him. But if we end up getting like Deshaun Jackson and AJ Green I'm going to be furious. And then also, they're looking to let Matthew Judon walk, I've heard in the report. And they might re-sign Ngakwe, which I don't mind. I think Judon doesn't deserve to get the money that we offered him. Another voice crack, my God. Um, You're on a roll. I'm on a roll. Yeah, I'm going to give you an episode one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, um, I just, I hope that, all these reports aren't true, 
and that team doesn't fall apart because if the management ruins this, I'm going to be a very furious Ravens fan. Yeah, uh, they're honestly, I hate to be a pessimist for you guys, but signing AJ Green and Sean Jackson is probably is something they'd be very interested in because they have a very young and not even close to top tier wide receiver core. So maybe they want a veteran presence in there to help it out, but that's not good to hear that they're not pursuing Kenny Galladay or Allen Robinson because I thought they'd be good fits, but we'll see. They want like $20 million a year, and I don't think we have enough money to do that. So, you know. I'm sure they wanted them, but they just couldn't get it done. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll get like Marvin Jones or Corey Davis. Mm-hmm. Next, Kevin Durant is to remain in the all-star, in the all-star captain position despite his injury. But, uh, I mean, all-stars are, aren't very intense games. There's very little defense played, and you kind of just shoot around, so I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Next yeah. is Deshaun Watson still set on not wanting to play with Houston. Where is he going to end up? Like, at week one of this next season, where is he going to end up? I don't know, man. Like, I kind of forgot all that stuff was happening. Because the what I'm saying is, like, the GM is just not even responding to calls about trades for him. Like, they just don't want it to happen. But he's not, like I said last episode, it's like keeping a girlfriend around when she doesn't even like you. It's just, just like, it's pointless. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't really know where he could go, honestly. Um, I haven't, like, obviously we don't know where he, well, I think he said he wants to go to, like, the Jets, or, or the Jets Dolphins or the like, Bears. I don't know why everybody wants to go to the Bears all of a sudden. Bears are not going to be a good team. Well, they might tag Robinson, so you never know what happens there. But, I just don't know, man. I feel like, He's going to get traded, and one side's going to give up way too much. I think he's becoming insanely, like, slightly overrated right now. Like, people are saying he's, like, top two quarterbacks in the league right now. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's That's a stretch, yeah. He's like, extremely talented and young. He's ex- he's putting up amazing numbers for how young he is, but to say top two is a big stretch. I, just, I don't think he's going to play for Houston, like, I don't know if he's going to get traded. I don't know if he's still going to be on Houston and not play for them, but I don't know if he's going to get traded or not, you know? That'd be such a waste for him not to play in Houston. I mean, obviously, he doesn't want to do it, but it'd be such a, it'd be such a bad move on their, their front office's part by not just trading him and getting their, their picks back or some money or just something. Like, they, they can't afford having an extremely talented quarterback on the bench that doesn't even want to play. And just keeping him around for no reason. I mean, the Texans are the Texans, so I'm not really surprised. Poverty franchise is finest right now. Wasted D Hop, wasted JJ Watt, wasted Andre Johnson. Yeah. Just wasting everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it for the headlines. So now we're going to go and look back at. Our preseason, what we thought the rankings would be, 
and then look at where we're at at the All-Star break. So let's start off with the Eastern Conference. My, who is your number one for your prediction? My first seed? Yep. <clears throat> I had the Milwaukee Bucks. All right. That's third at the moment. I had, I had Brooklyn, which is number two. See, this that was kind of expected. This was pre-James Harden trade, too, so I was pretty confident in them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, uh, for me, Brooklyn, they're playing well. They're, will continue to play well. And you had Milwaukee. What's your, what's your take on that pick? Looking back at it. Um, they, they can still get the first seed. Um, they're playing decent. You know, they're, I think they have the third, at least the top three seed on lock. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it really just depends about who surges at the right time. You know, if the Bucks go on a streak to win the game, like of winning for the last few weeks. Yeah, the only, I, the only team behind them is the the Knicks. That's that's number four for the rankings as of now. Yeah, I, I see them securing at least a top three spot. The East is really top heavy. The East is so terrible this year. Like I. They, yeah. I wish they just eliminate conferences because I feel like they're useless. Like they'd be terrible for travel, but like, I I, I hate conferences sometimes, mm-hmm. and this is one of the years where I hate them. Yeah. So, my number two prediction was Toronto, which, is <laughs> which is number seven right now. It's not that far I, off. Which, uh, I mean. Their roster's very good, and they should be playing better than they are, but uh, they're just not. I mean, I can't. I don't really have much to say about it. They they won the championship two years ago. They won the finals two years ago. Then they had a good season last season, and I just expected them to do much better than they are. I mean, they're still in the playoffs as of now, but they sh- I think they should be much higher considering the talent that they have on their roster. Yeah. Um, Who's your number two for your prediction? My number two is the Nets, and that's spot on. Yep. Um, my one take I have about the Raptors is they could easily be the fourth seed right now. Like, if the Knicks lose two games, the Heat and Celtics both lose one game, and the Raptors win one game, they're the fifth seed. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy, which is another reason why I hate the Eastern Conference. Like, the bottom is so congested. Like, it's all within, like, one win of each other. Um, you know. And, and the Raptors do have talent, I'll give you that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really tune in the Raptors games, because obviously they're not televised here. But I don't really know what's the problem with their team. It might be their defense and their lack of a big man still. But, um, I think they could easily be the fourth seed if they surge at the right time. I think it, the East is really depending on who just goes on a run at the right time. Like, if, if someone goes on a really big run at the end, they could probably be, like, the first seed, honestly. They yeah. won enough, and people just lost. But, but, yeah, number two, I have the Nets. I think that... uh, I, 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 They're a good team. 
You know, this is pretty yeah. hard. I didn't I didn't think that KD was going to get injured or be as injured as he is, which is kind of like a scary sign. But <clears throat> Brooklyn's a good team. Harden still putting up efficient triple doubles, helping them out a lot. So, yeah, point guard Harden's awesome. I love watching Harden as a point guard. So who is your number three prediction? My number three pick is the Sixers. Um, <clears throat> it was exceeding the expectation right now. Yeah. Um, I remember when I said this, I, was, I wasn't really sure because it really mattered about how Embiid played and Embiid and Tobias Harris have been playing great. Although Simmons has been kind of disappointing in my opinion, Seth Curry has really helped. Danny Green's been shooting the rock pretty good. You know what I've seen? You know what I've seen? Uh, ben Simmons is the number one spot for – he's the number one candidate for Defensive Player of the Year right now. Yeah. Which he's, I didn't see coming. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that to be, him to be number one there, but offensively I, he's not playing great. I don't think he should be number one in my opinion. I mean, yeah. he's – Averaging 1.6 steals and 0.7 blocks, so I don't know why he'd be over somebody like Gobert or Turner. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, it's just... I don't don't get it. But, yeah, Sixers, they fixed the one issue um, by getting Seth Curry and Danny Green, which is shooting. They severely missed Redick and Bellinelli. Um, And... I think this team, if they don't win it this year, I think they're about like one or two years away from a championship. Same year. He's back. All right. My number th- my number three prediction was the 76ers as well. And uh, just exactly the exact same thing that you said. They fixed their problem. And now let's see if they can execute. And if they don't execute this year, then they definitely have a chance in the coming years. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. The number four seed, the four seed, is going to be a rough one. So the number four seed right now in the NBA is the New York Knicks, which I yeah. think no one saw coming. My number four seed was Miami, who's now five. So mm-hmm. I was far off there on that prediction. But, uh, I definitely had New York much lower. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, the Heat are underperforming, but they're lucky they're in a bad bad conference that they can still compete in it. So, yeah, the Heat aren't bad. Like they're doing all right, you know. Um, I think they just lost. Well, did they just lose? Let me check this out. Am I reading this right? Yeah, they just lost. To the Hawks, so they're below 500 now. So if the Raptors win, uh, they will be above them if they play, um, if they win tomorrow. But that's besides the point. The Heat, I think they've been playing good. They started out really sloppy, but Jimmy Butler has been playing crazy. He's been doing his typical typical stuff, you know. He's looked like last year. He's a very uh, not selfish player. He turned down All-Star because Bam Adebayo wasn't in there. I like that. Yeah, he's really become a leader, and he's become one of my favorite players. You know, he's averaging 28 and 8 almost, which is crazy. Um, but 
I think the Heat could do a little bit better than what they're doing, but yeah. I don't think it's to worry about because I think that they can easily make the playoffs. And I'd say the four seed's a pretty good pick for them. Mm-hmm. Um, my four seed is the Raptors. Uh, a little off, but like we said at the beginning, now I think if the Raptors can maybe at the deadline get a center, like maybe if they get Drummond, you know, to help with the board situation, maybe just like Drummond, like, Griffin, anyone's on there. Yeah, I, I think they'd much rather like want Drummond, but um, you know, just somebody like that. Um, mm-hmm. I think they could easily become the fourth seed. It's so close in the East right now. Um, like it's 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 crazy how close it is. Mm-hmm. So my 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 fifth seed was the Boston Celtics. They're sixth right now. Just they were started off okay, and then they're underperforming. So if they can work their way back up, then they can probably meet my expectation that I have for them this year. But if Kemba Walker can step up, then they can go back to their form they had at the beginning of this year. So I'm not worried about them. Yeah. yeah. I have the Boston Celtics at the same spot, basically for the same reasons. Um, I think Jalen Brown's going to have a breakout year this year, but he's playing really great. But the Celtics are really missing Gordon Hayward and a true big man. And, dude, the Celtics, they're – I don't know what team to really, like, compare them to. Like in other in other sport, like I thought of a team, but I can't. It's on the tip of my tongue. I can't really think about it. But they just. I would say like, the Bills. Probably say like the Bills, maybe like the Steelers, like 2017 Steelers. You know, you have all that talent, and you just you're kind of like underperforming right now. I would compare them to the Phillies. Yeah, so, the Phillies. Like a like a four like a four seventy four sixty team every year with with good talent. Like the Phillies have like Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskins, Scott Kingery. Uh, there's another one for his name is just uh, they might still have McCutcheon and stuff like that. And they still always manage to just get under 500 when they should be at 650, 700, even yeah, well, yeah like around that area. I probably compared to the Phillies this year, but the Celtics were almost in the finals last year. Yeah, like they. They just need to perform a little better with what they have, because Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are all stars. Kemba Walker, an experienced player who is extremely good in Charlotte for basically his entire career so far, and they just need to perform better. I do believe that they need they need a true big man, also. Mm. So didn't they get like Tristan Thompson? Yeah, Tristan Thompson's been very underwhelming for them. Yeah. Like they need like they need like the that big name play. I don't even know if he's starting. I don't even know if he's starting. Yeah, you need that big name big guy who's gonna who you know is gonna play well. Because mm-hmm. if they get that, then they can be at the one, two, or three. Yeah. Squad. All right. So my prediction for my sixth seed is the Milwaukee Bucks, who's exceeding my expectation this year, I didn't expect them to be as good as they. I mean, they're not doing amazing, but they, I expect them to be as good as they were this year. And uh, I saw a decline in their game and their gameplay this year, but they're still playing well. And uh, I don't really have much to say about it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, my sixth seed is Miami. Basically, the same reasons why you said, um, you know, I think they're a good team. Like they're they play a good team ball. I think they're just the dollar short version of the Utah Jazz this year. They just have a little less star power. But um, the Heat. I think they can be a sleeper team again because I think that the Heat, you know, they're the fifth seed right now. They're they're a good team, and I think when the when they get in the playoffs, they're going to be dangerous. Um, I think they're really going to turn it up towards the end of the year after the All Star break. Mm-hmm. All right, so now onto the seventh spot. Who did you have for your seven? Uh, this is going to sting a little bit. I had the Wizards. I, uh, so, I I wouldn't put that there. That's sad. Uh, well, with the addition of Westbrook, I see what your mind. I see where your mind was at. But explain. I said in the episode that we did this last. I said this was going to be probably the hardest team to predict because nobody really knew how well Westbrook and Beal were going to mesh together. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but. They've been on and off. I mean, they're not doing terrible. Like, they had a horrible start to the year. If they didn't have that bad start, then we'd probably be speaking of them in a different light. But if they keep playing like they did, like, against the Lakers, against those teams, I think they could make the playoffs. Maybe they could make a late playoff push, maybe into the play-in tournament. As of now, they're 12th, so they need to pick up their game. I mean, the East is so close right now, like I said. You know, like they could easily make it to the play-in, you know. Maybe win a few games, decide as an 8 or 7 seed, you know. just Yeah, a good second half of the year, they could make a run at it, but they need to do it now. Yeah, but like I said, this is going to be a really hard team to predict. So, you know. Mm-hmm. My 7, I had the Atlanta Hawks, who are 11th right now. So we both kind of had a rough 7th pick. I thought Trey Young was going to have a breakout year, like even more than he did last year. And um, I just thought they were going to play very well, but they didn't. They aren't. And, uh, yeah, I don't really have much to say about it. I mean, they're just not playing as well as I expected them to. Yeah. I believe they they, they definitely have they definitely have the the power to play but they just aren't. I agree. Um, I'll talk more more about it when I talk about where I had the uh, the Hawks and my pick. They have Bogdan Bogdanovich, and then they have Rajon Rondo. And then, of course, they have Trey Young, John Collins. And, I mean, Cam Reddish is out, which isn't good. Clint Capella. Clint Capella was good in Houston. So I feel like he should be playing better. But then you got Chris Dunn. Who's out with the injury? Like they're kind of being set back with a couple injuries, but uh, I believe they should be a little higher. No, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. So, who'd you have for your number eight spot? My eighth seed. I had the Indiana Pacers, who are the ninth seed right now. Um, I did not think that they would trade. Or they, I thought they might have traded Oladipo. Um. I think the Pacers could still be a good team when they get Karis LeVert back. Because um, Karis LeVert, I think he's better than Oladipo this year so far, like from what we've seen of LeVert. Um, 
and I love Sabonis. I think Sabonis is very underrated, and I love Miles Turner, and Brogdon's having a great year. They they play a great team-oriented basketball, um, but they were I think they were like the fifth seed or the fourth seed, and they kind of just went on a skid. And uh, yeah, they've lost four in a row. Which losing four in a row in the East when you're not a top three seed is gonna take you down a lot. Yeah, but I still think they could. I I still think they should make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. All right. So my number eight, I had the Charlotte Hornets, and that's exactly where they are. Lamelo Ball is playing very well. He's a number one candidate for Rookie of the Year, and I believe he'll win it. And uh, Miles Bridges playing well. I mean, they don't have like that. They don't have that huge standout player. They're, they're just playing well together. And um, I like how they're playing. As of now, they beat the playoffs, and that's the that'd be the last team in. But I don't think they're going to make it far in the playoffs if they make the playoffs at the end of the season. But they definitely have a lot of potential. Yeah, I agree. My number nine, I had the Washington Wizards, who were twelfth. They are, they were extremely hard to predict because Westbrook on a new team is always hard to predict, and uh, yeah, they're they're not showing out. They need to get it done in the second half of the season if they want to make any sort of run to get into the playoffs. But yeah, that's all I got for that. So who's your number nine? Uh, my number nine was the Orlando Magic, who are currently 14th in the East. Well, the reason why I picked them is because I love, um, I love Aaron Gordon. I think he's underrated. He's been out with an ankle injury. I love Vucevic. He's basically the only guy they have left right now. He's extremely underrated. I think he's the most underrated player in the NBA right now. They don't have Jonathan Isaac. They don't have Cole Anthony right now. Um, Mo Bomb has been terrible. If only if he lived up to the name of that song. True. Um, you know, just they're very injured right now, and I think if they get at least Cole Anthony and um, what's his face, Aaron Gordon back. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they also lost Markel Fultz. He was having a really good year. Before he got injured, he's doing well. He's finally got his shot, and he's just doing well. And then he tore his ACL. Dude, I was—that made me really sad. Um, but yeah, this team's just really injured, and it sucks. I hope they'll be back next year. I hope Fultz comes back 100 percent because I—I really think he could have embraced that starting point guard role. And he just signed an extension right before he got injured, which sucks. Yeah. He finally got his chance, and it's. I hope he recover from it. Didn't he? What what injury did he have to begin with? It, right after it, was, a, it was a shoulder injury. It was something weird. Like nobody really knows what happened. I think it was like someone's shoulder. Okay. All right. So my number ten is the Chicago Bulls, and that's exactly where they are. Zach Levine's playing great. He's always been a reliable player, but this is he's having his best season right now. He's a first-time All-Star this season. 
and I believe he completely deserves it. Um, what's his name? Uh, Kobe White playing well. I I always liked him. I liked him when he was at UNC. And other than that, they don't really have many weapons other than like Otto Porter Jr., Larry Markinen, Thomas Sedaransky, who all aren't like mainstream players, but they're playing well, you know? And Markinen's almost putting up 20 a game. Porter putting up 11. They're, and then Levine's the leading scorer in points per game at 28, like by 12 points per game. Like that's that's the second lowest. And second behind him, I mean. And uh, obviously they're not, they're not going to contend in the Eastern Conference this year because they, they just don't have that power. But props to Zach Levine and the team working together to – get to the spot because they easily could be last in the Eastern conference. They don't have that power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my number 10 is the Atlanta Hawks um, who are currently 11th right now in the East. Pretty accurate. Um, pretty accurate. Yeah. Close, closer than my last pick. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> this team on paper, they look really good. I know Bogdanovich just came back from, I think he had like a foot injury or it was like a hand or a foot. It was some type of injury, and it was, he was out for like four weeks. Um, he's been kind of underwhelming, only averaging like 10, 4, and 2. Um, but the team on paper looks like they could be really good. You know, they got Clint Capella, Boyan Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich or Bogdan Bogdanovich, John Collins, Trey Young. I believe, I believe they have. Do they have Danilo Danilo Gallinari? Yeah, they have Gallinari too. I don't know where he's been at. I do not know. I, I don't know. I saw him on the on the payroll list, and I just can't. I couldn't find him on the roster. He's just not there. He signed for a lot of money too. Um, yeah, he's the highest paid player paid player in that team. And I don't know why. I'm, on earth, they would sign Rajon Rondo when he's barely playing any minutes. It makes literally no sense. Um, they don't need him, but, you know, it's not my call. I'm not an NBA GM for a reason. Yeah. Um, but well, I think just GM better than a lot of GMs out here. <clears throat> yeah. It's been kind of disappointing this year, though, so... Mm-hmm. For them. Oh, that's all I gotta say. All right. So next is the number eleven spot, or is it eleven? Yeah, it's eleven. Eleven. My number eleven. I had the Orlando Magic, who was fourteen. Yeah, they're kind of decimated by injuries this year. Vucevic still playing well. I think he got his second all-star selection this year. And uh, this team's always been at the bottom, bottom of the pile. And they they have the power to do it. Like, they have a better lineup than the Chicago Bulls do. But they just, they're just decimated by injuries, and then they can't, they can't come back from it. And then all you have is Vucevic just putting up a bunch of really good numbers every game. And then you can't, like, as you see with the – Houston Rockets, and they were just relying on Harden. They couldn't win games, and that's exactly what Orlando isn't doing. So, 
they're they're always in a tough spot, and they just need to bounce back, have a fully healthy roster, and then they can actually compete. Mm-hmm. I did not think Lamelo Ball would be this good, and I think Warren Hayward would be this good. Um, I don't, I don't, like the Hornets, I don't really know what they're doing. Like they're not really doing anything like great this year. Like I think they're just playing good. You know, obviously the eight seed right now, so it wasn't like too bad of a pick. But I, I, I don't know. Um, I'm not completely sold on them. Like I like Lamelo. I like Hayward. I don't know. I think they're one piece away from being true contenders or like true like pretenders even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say for them. I agree. So next we got number twelve. I had the Cleveland Cavaliers there, who is now th- who is thirteen. Uh when it comes to these bottom teams, I really don't have much to say. I mean, you got you got Sexton and Garland, you got Sexland, and who are young and like can't lead your team to a contending spot. And then they then they gave away Tristan Thompson, which doesn't help him at all. And that's why they're down there. That's why they're ranked thirteenth. So, mm-hmm. um, for my twelve. Seed, I have the Bulls. Um, this was another team that was kind of hard to predict. Um, I think they're about a year or two away from contending. They have a lot of good pieces, like good good young pieces. They're, I think they're like one of the youngest teams in the NBA. You know, you have Wendell Carter, who's been really disappointing this year. Um, I think an absolute steal in Patrick Williams. Like for a guy who didn't start in college, a lot of he was kind of like questioned on on being the fourth pick. Another reason why I'm not an NBA GM because this guy's been a diamond in the rough. He's been one of the best defenders, the best rookie defenders, and he's been putting up good numbers. Um, you know, you have Zach Levine who's putting up all-star numbers. If he wasn't an all-star, he's probably going to riot. Um, mm-hmm. He's not bad. Mark News have to uh, bounce back here from what he did last year. And Kobe, Kobe White who's uh, playing all right. He's doing all right. You know, mm-hmm. just a lot of potential yeah. on the team. And I think that they could, they could make the playoffs this year. And I think if they, if they develop even more, like this team could be serious contenders in like three, four years, maybe even like two, four years. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, they they don't have that power, but they can build it up, and I believe they can contend soon. So we're in the. 13th seed now, or do you yeah, see that on the yourself? 13th seed? So, who is your 13th? Who is your projection for 13th seed? My 13th seed was Cleveland. Uh, like I said um, at the beginning, um, I mean, they just went on a 10 game losing streak. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're on a four game win streak now. This team, I think they're a piece or two away. I think Jared Allen was a good pickup from the uh, Harden trade. I think they're looking to move Andre Drummond, who's averaging 17 and a half points and 13 and a half rebounds. Um, you know, Darius Garland's good. I think they need to move on from Kevin Love. JaVale McGee's kind of been like nothing for them. Uh, Larry and 
Jr. has been eh. Isaac Coro has been eh, but I think he's about a few years away. Colin Sexton's been really good. Garland's been all right. Like, he hasn't been, like, great, great, but he's been he's been decent. Um, but I think this team's about, like, three to five years away from contention. I think this is just an even younger Bulls team. They're in the similar situation with the Bulls, and I think they're, like, one or two draft picks away from be, being in playoff contention, maybe even, like, championship contention. Agreed. So who's your 13th seed? My 13th seed is the New York Knicks, who is fourth right now, which is crazy. Uh, quickly, Barrett, uh, Julius Randle, who no one expected to be an all-star this year, is popping off, and uh, good for them. They've been a poverty franchise for quite some time now, and I'm glad they're doing well. So my 14, my 14 was Detroit, who's 15 now, and another just horrible franchise at the moment is I don't have anything to say about him. <laughs> like, just that Blake Griffin doesn't even like it there is just even wor- even worse news for them. And uh, I, don't, I don't see them going places anytime soon. My 14th seed is... Oh, my God. I thought the Knicks were going to nick, but they reverse nicked me. Yeah. They nicked in a good way. Um, man, I did not think the Knicks were going to be 18 and 17. If you would have asked me that before we filmed the preseason episode, I would have been like, joking, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're good. They're, they're decent, you know? They have a decent young core. I think that well, the guys are good on their team. They're eight zero in their division. They're eight zero in the oh no, not eight zero. Well, my bad. I'm reading the wrong team. Um, not eight zero, but you know, they're doing good, and I love seeing Emmanuel quickly, Maryland guy. You know, doing good. Yep. So my fifteen. <laughs> oh shoot. <laughs> my fifteen uh, is the Indiana Pacers. God. Who is exceeding my expectations right now? I don't know why I had them at 15. I just didn't see them doing well. I actually had hope for my pick when they traded Victor Oladipo to the Rockets, but still a horrible, horrible take on my part. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. I mean, I, I didn't get too mad at you then because you know you don't really watch basketball. You know, it's all good, man. Uh, you know. I tried to throw a cold take in there, and it, it ended horribly. It was, an, like, negative. It was, like, 200 degrees negative cold take. Real. Yeah. But my 15th seed, I had the Pistons. They're the last seed. You know, they're just terrible. They're, um, I mean, they haven't been terrible, actually. They've been very competitive in a lot of the games they've played. They just haven't been winning. You know, I think that they need to get rid of a lot of the people they have. I think they need to really invest in Killian Hayes, DeLon Wright. They have an all-star. I think he should have been an all-star. And Jeremy Grant. Um, just, just good. Like, they, I'd like to say they have a solid future, but I don't really know because their future is kind of, like, dim right now with what's happening. But I yeah. think that they can 
put it together if the management does a good job. Agreed. So now on to our Western Conference predictions and where they're at right now. I'm going to take the first couple a little quick because, of I mean, they're pretty other than the Jazz. So number one, my prediction for number one was the Los Angeles Lakers, who was number two. But number one is the Jazz. Um, we're playing great basketball, and that's all I got. <laughs> They're just playing like extremely unexpectedly, and Mitchell and Gobert and Ingles actually are playing well, and just completely unexpected in my, from what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, my one seed was the Lakers. Obviously, um, I didn't expect the Jazz to do this, and I'm going to kind of regret saying the Jazz later down the road because, God, I kind of had a bad pick for them. But uh, not terrible, but they're playing really good basketball. I love Donovan Mitchell. I love the way Gobert is playing. I love the way Ingles is playing. I love the way Bogdan Bogdanovich is playing. Mm-hmm. I think that's the reason why the Blues are going to in the bubble. Um, you know, they're just playing a great team basketball. I think they're just a better version of the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My number two was the Dallas Mavericks, who's number nine right now. They're playing extremely under my expectations. Uh, Donkic is still playing well, but like but as, as a whole, the team is not playing well at all. And uh, also not what I expected. The Western Conference is kind of mixing me up right now. Hmm. Um, in my number two, I had Dallas as well. These were the same reasons. I think the Seth Curry trade really affected them. You know, Porzingis kind of looks a little bit washed. You know, just this team's de- their team defense is terrible. Um, not really much I can really say. They need to fix their defense, and Porzingis needs to get back to back on a a roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After his in, after his injury, there there's a lot of trade talks about him, which were proven not to be happening. But yeah, once he's healthy and stuff, he, he needs to get back on his role and uh, help that team succeed. Mm-hmm. My number three prediction for the Western Conference is the Clippers, and that's exactly where they are. They're playing well. Paul George is playing better than he did last year, and uh, glad they're succeeding now. Yeah. My number three pick was the Denver Nuggets, who have been very disappointed this year. I really think that they missed Jeremy Grant and Mason Plumley, who were both doing decent in Detroit, more Jeremy Grant. But uh, I think that Jamal Murray's been kind of eh this year, and Jokic has been an MVP candidate. But outside of that, who else do they really have? Mm-hmm. Number four, I had the Denver Nuggets, who is number seven right now. Yoke is just an MVP candidate, but as, as a team, I mean Jamal Murray's playing mediocre. He had a great bubble. He had a great bubble season, and uh, I expected more out of him this year, obviously, because I put him at four. And uh, yeah. Uh, they're playing under my expectations, uh, but Jokic is really helping them out a lot. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Your number four? My number, my number four is L.A. Um, they've been doing great. Uh, you know, the, the number three seed right now. Uh, Kawhi and PG, 13, the other both playing good. I think they're they're playing a lot better than a lot of people thought they were, especially with the loss of Montrose Harrell. But, you know, they're still competitive. I think that this is a better Clippers team than last year. Honestly, I think they're meshing more or better than they did last year. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And then Paul George is upgrading the gameplay is definitely a perk. Mm-hmm. So my number five prediction, I had the Phoenix Suns, who are at four now. Devin Booker's playing very well. Uh, Chris Paul playing even better, which I didn't expect to happen. I expected him to play mediocre, just have a lot of assists and stuff like that. I mean, just like just like a solid Chris Paul season. But um, Bridges, Aiden, you got Crowder, Frank Kaminsky, who's always been like decent. I mean, uh, and then Cameron Johnson, the rookie. Uh, I mean, they have a good team, and uh, they're showing out, which I like to see. Yeah. Um, my, my five seed. Uh, I had Golden State, a little bit of a cold take, or it was kind of like a hot take back then. Cold take now. Honestly, I think if they win a few games, they might still be able to get it because the Western Conference, like, five through eight is pretty contested right now. Um I also expect Kelly Oubre and Andrew Wiggins to be more consistent. They've been extremely inconsistent this year. More Oubre, less Wiggins. Um, Curry's having an MVP caliber season. And Wiseman is just, he's a lot more raw than I thought he was going to be, but I think he could be really good in the next two to three years. So I'm very excited. And then if they get Clay back, I think they'll be even better if he returns to Clay form. But shooters are always good no matter what happens to him. So, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what okay. All right. Yeah. They, they, they could be good. They just need a couple more outstanding players, and then they could they could make the next step. So my number, we have six? Oh, five. Let's go over your five. Then we're at six. All right. Number six for me, I have the Memphis Grizzlies. Or number ten right now. I mean, John Morant shaken up by an injury earlier this season. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. They're all just playing a little bit underneath what I was expecting. Uh, I mean, they're a pretty good team on paper. I mean, actually, never mind. I lied. I lied. But that team is not that good. Mm. I was trying to stay positive with it, but, I mean, they're not that good. But, I mean, they had a better year last year, so I was expecting a little more from them, but that's not what I'm getting. They need a they need a, a mainstream player to go with Morant because Morant mm-hmm. cannot carry that team. Yeah. Um, my six-seed Jazz, you know, had them below Golden State, which is uh, – you know, I didn't expect them to be the first seed right now. I didn't expect Donovan Mitchell, uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, um, and Conley to have such big years. Like, I knew that 
Mitchell and uh, Gobert and Bullion were going to have good years, but Mike Conley's been a great player for him, and I, I just didn't expect it. Also, Jordan Clarkson's been really good for him. I love watching Jordan Clarkson play because he's had a really good year as well off the bench. I think mm-hmm. he's the main six-man-of-the-year candidate mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he'll win that. So, number seven for me, I had Golden State, who's number eight. Um, Curry's doing very well by having them in playoff condition right now because he's basically the only extremely, like, extremely talented guy on that team. And he, I mean, he's, in, he's in the low odds for MVP, so, like, props to him for doing that. And, uh, I mean... Now that I saw what was happening with like Clay Thompson out and stuff, with the preseason, I probably would have ranked them lower. But they're right around where my prediction was, and uh, I'm glad to see they're doing better with not very many resources. Mm. On my seventh seed is Portland. Uh, you know, even without McCollum, they're still the fifth seed. Uh, and Zach Collins and Nurkic, uh, I really like this team. I think Damian Lillard's gone very underrated under the radar this year, you know. Um, thing, and Derek Jones Jr. and Covington have given them a lot of boost on their team, which is what they give. Um, it's like it's what they do. They're key glue guys in a lineup that will help. Um, I don't know if I would consider these guys championship contenders, but maybe Dame can turn up and, uh, you know, be Dame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't consider them championship contenders either, but uh, Dame time, you never know. So my number eight prediction was Utah, who's number one. They're completely exceeding my expectations. I was not expecting them to be as good as they were. Like, they completely showed out. Um, And I just... Props to them. I mean, I, I see their chemistry. I see all their clips of... It looks like they're just having fun on the court and just kind of playing their own game, you know? Um, this is the eight seed, right? Yes. My eight seed is terrible. It's terribly off. Uh, obviously, this is pretty hard in trade. I had Houston. Um, okay. Uh, I thought Houston was going to do a lot better with Harden. Um. You know, I didn't think they'd trade him as early as they did, but they're terrible now, and I don't really know where they go from here. Like, I don't think they have, like, they have, like, an aging core. I think Wall's going to start declining rapidly in the next two, three years, and I don't really know about Oladipo. Uh, Well, I think Oladipo would, and... uh, Whoever else they got on that team, uh, I think that's going to be their future. But right now, their future does not look very bright. They want like a decent future. They need to keep Christian Wood because he's a game changer for that team. Six uh, game win streak for the next four years. Yeah, six game win streak with him, and then when he's off the court, they can't win a game. So I say he's definitely a presence that they need on their team if they want to succeed later on. So now on to number nine. Who is your number nine? Well, my number nine 
is the New Orleans Pelicans, who have been the most disappointing team this year, um, in my opinion. Now, they're bringing it back. They're beating some contenders. Um, you know, they beat the Jazz, but they lost the Spurs. Um, you know, Zion's been very underrated this year. He's gone under the radar. I think he completely deserves the all-star nod that he got. Um, Brandon Ingram has been... Where is he at? Brandon Ingram. He's been all right. You know, he's averaging 24. Well, all right. More than all right. Um, maybe a little bit of a sleeper pick for um, an all-star. But I mean, besides that, I mean, all they really have is Steven Adams. And uh, he's, he's kind of having a little bit of a down year from what he had in OKC, in my opinion. And... Lonzo Ball's just kind of eh. Like, he's... eh. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's become mediocre, honestly. Yeah. So, my number nine pick, I have the Portland Trailblazers, who are now fifth. So, they're playing well. I wouldn't expect them to be this high right now, which is kind of surprising to me. Like, I... I just don't see them beating out teams like the Nuggets, the Spurs, and like the Mavericks, but they are. And uh, props to them for that. I don't really have much to say about them. So, uh, who's your number 10? My number 10 is the Phoenix Suns. Jeez, uh, you're down. Yeah. Um, I thought the scene was very boomer bust. I don't know why I had them so low. I don't know why I didn't buy into them. Um, I just, I don't know. I thought maybe they would have, like, defense issues, and I thought it was, like, a similar situation to the Hawks. But they proved me wrong. Booker and Chris Paul, like, more than capable of leading that team. Same with Aiden. Aiden's been good. Mikel Bridges has been good. Just, they've all been good. Well, maybe except for, like, Jalen Smith and, uh, I don't know, Langston Galloway. Like, those are, like, two bench guys. You know, I think this team's a very complete team. I think they're a sleeper team. And their offense is very explosive. Kind of like the past Suns teams. Like, with Mike D'Antoni, Steve Nash, and Amari Stoudemire. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But... We'll see what happens, but definitely a cold pick by me. You know, we both had our share of those, but yeah, you know, it was preseason, so nobody really knew what to expect. Mm-hmm. So my number eleven, we're at or 10, 10, 10. My number ten was the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, Zion's playing well. That's basically about it. Uh, it's just like the Eastern Conference, the lower teams. I don't have much to comment on underperforming they should be doing better but they're not so my number 11 uh was houston so i kind of still expected them to play worse or play bad even with harden at the time and uh they're they're 14th right now they're not doing well and uh they definitely need they definitely have some work to do yeah Yeah. Um, my number 11 my 11 seed was the memphis grizzlies who are the 10th seed i just like, it's basically just um, Moran and uh, Jonas Valanciunas. 
Maybe yeah. like the Grayson Allen in there. Brendan Clark. I do not know what's happened to him. Last year he had a very great rookie year. Um, well, he's doing a little bit better, but like he hasn't taken the jump that a lot of people thought he would take. Uh, Dylan Brooks has kind of been eh this year. There's just a lot of eh with the Memphis Grizzlies. Jaron Jackson Jr. also hasn't played a game yet. So maybe when he comes back, they'll start doing better. But right now, they've been kind of just whatever. I think they could probably make a late playoff push when JJJ comes back. But, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess we'll see. Yeah. So my number 12, I had OKC. Who is that's exactly where they're at? They got rid of Chris Paul, who helped them a lot last season. I'm not sure why they got rid of him. I would resign him to a couple of years. And uh, I mean, they don't really, they have, like, they don't have any people. Like, it's just, they just don't have a very good team this year. I mean, you got Shy Gilgis Alexander and then Diallo, who can dunk. Sure. Then mm-hmm. Horford, who's kind of washed, in my opinion. But that's yeah. it. Door. Door. Good too. Door, yeah. Yeah. They have, they have a lot of underrated guys, but no one to help them stir the pot in the playoff talks, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, just not, not a great team this year. Um, my number 12 team was Minnesota. Obviously, they're last in the NBA. Um. I thought that Anthony Edwards was going to be better. I'm kind of glad the Timberwolves fired their coach, uh, Ryan Saunders, although it was a great story um, that he was the son of Flip Saunders, who was a fan favorite coach and who tragically died of, I think it was Hodgkin's lymphoma, unexpectedly. It was Mm -hmm. kind of franchise around. It was a good story, but, you know. Uh, you got to be a good coach if you want to stay in the NBA. Um, yeah. But this team is just, they're so bad. They're, they're, they're just terrible. Um, I don't understand how you could have so many opportunities to get good players. Like Malik Beasley's suspended for 12 games. You know, he's averaging 20.5. Jared Culver's been absolutely terrible this year. He's only averaging 7.4 points. Um Cat's been decent um, for all the stuff he's been through. Um, just Edwards has been all right. D'Angelo Russell's been very disappointing. Of course, he's out right now with a knee injury. Ricky Rubio has been eh. He's actually been less than eh. He's been very underwhelming. And this team, I don't really know where they go. Like I, I was kind of hoping that they'd win the games because if they won games, the Warriors would get a top five pick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's looking like the Timberwolves are going to most likely get a top three pick in the draft. But maybe the lottery will luck out and they don't get a top three pick, which would be awesome as a Warriors fan. Um, yeah. You know, just they're they're terrible. They're they're so bad this year. It's not even funny. Like they're they're back to their old roots before they had Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. My 13, I has, uh, actually had San Antonio, who's fifth, or sixth. Oh, no, fifth, sorry. They're fifth. And uh, I, didn't, I didn't think they'd be fifth. Like, they, 
don't have that that much power in their in their roster, but they're getting it done. And um, yeah, I mean, that was a bad pick by me. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Antonio is actually wait. Oh yeah, they are fifth. Never mind. Um, never mind. I was about to say they were wrong there. Um, my thirteen pick was Sacramento, which is what they are right now. Finally, I got to pick on the dot. Team's been kind of there, I guess. You know, you have Harrison Barnes is averaging 16.6. Marvin Bagley's been kind of underwhelming. De'Aaron Fox, who's... I don't know if he was an all-star. Maybe he was. I don't think he is this year. Maybe. I don't, I don't no. know. I don't think he was. But mm-hmm. he's been good, averaging almost 23. Uh, 3 and 7.5 assists. Um just whatever. Rashawn Holmes, who's been having a decent year. Buddy Heald has been kind of eh. Um, but that's about, that's really about it. You know, Hassan Whiteside's been terrible. Hassan Whiteside's trash. I don't know how he's still in the NBA roster. Luke Wallen's a terrible coach. And uh, this team, I don't really know where they go from here, too. They've just, I think they're cursed. Like, honestly, they're they're bad. They're terrible. Mm-hmm. I want to just say my 14 and 15. I have Minnesota at 14 and then Sacramento at 15. And they're just both poverty franchises. Lol. They're not good. <laughs> um, for my 14, I had San Antonio. I don't know how San Antonio is the fifth seed right now. Um, they, Greg Popovich is a great coach. He's an amazing coach. DeMar Rosen, I think he... Was a low key snub from the All Star game, maybe. I don't know. Um, there's, they just have good players, you know. Like they don't really have like a star. Like like their one star is definitely, uh, you know, Demar Rosen. But yeah, a lot of people are on this team are averaging ten points. Like Dejounte Murray's averaging fifteen. Patty Mills averaging thirteen. Um, Kellen Johnson, who's having a great year, is averaging 14. Rosen's averaging 20. And LaMarcus Aldridge, for how old he is, he's averaging 14. So I think these, like, they have a balanced attack and they have scores at every position, which is good for them. And yeah. I think they're doing so well. I just, I just thought that the Spurs are kind of just going to die, but Pavich is a great, he's just a great coach. Um, he can work with whatever, so. Just crazy. Uh, I thought the Spurs were dead, but they are not dead. And then my 15th, my last seed, I had the OKC Thunder. I thought this team was not going to compete for anything because they're actively tanking when they obviously shipped Westbrook, shipped Paul George. They shipped Chris Paul because they didn't, I don't think they were looking to win, but it was good, I guess. And I don't know if they're going to, again, they shipped. Gallinari, they shipped. I don't know if they shipped Gallinari. I think yeah, Gallinari signed them. Might have been a sign and trade. Maybe I don't know. But then they shipped Stephen Adams. They shipped everybody. Said shipped like five times. But they moved a lot of people. They got a lot of first round picks. Who knows? They might even have every single first round pick in the first round of next year's draft. <laughs> yeah, how many they have. But I mean, they're just. 
they're playing for the future, and who knows? We might see an OKC dynasty again. You never know. Yeah, agreed. Well, that does it for our our um, looks at our preseason rankings, and then our the rankings of the All Star break. We will not have an episode coming out on Sunday because I will be in Florida watching Philly spring training. So uh, follow our Twitter at the Forno Sports Pod. Follow our Instagram at the Forno Sports Podcast. Um, got a new trying to get a new designer for some merch, which is coming out once we get 350 followers. We're still growing. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, anything to add? Oh, uh, we're kind of on the road to 200 too. Uh, Chili's dinner. You want that Chili's dinner? So uh, that Chili's dinner. Uh, yeah, I want that Chili's dinner. I want that spicy shrimp taco. We really appreciate the love. You know, we always do. We love you guys. It's good to be back. I'm gonna have been a little bit inconsistent, you know, but school's kind of, you know, interfering. Life, life's just you got to put life first sometimes you know but you know we're all we love you guys just appreciate you guys for sticking around we're glad to hear you guys in real life just loving it eating it up you know and we're gonna keep feeding you guys so uh just just know me and matt you know we love you guys appreciate you guys for watching so uh that concludes uh episode 21 of the foreign sports podcast thank you for tuning in joesters adios